On July 2nd, 1986, 20th Century Fox released John Interpreter's Major Trouble in Little China. Starred Kurt Russell, Dennis Dunn, uh, Kim Cattrall, James Hahn, and many more, the story follows truck driver Jack Burton, who unwillingly gets caught up in a mystical adventure when his buddy Wayne Chi has his girlfriend Mao Yin kidnapped by the evil sorcerer David Lopan. Now both Jack, Wayne, and many others will help shape the pillars of heaven to save the world. Hi folks, I'm The Vern from the Cinema Recall Podcast, and when I first saw this flick, it was on VHS, and I remember watching it with my friends and thinking how cool the action was. I thought that it was pretty funny at times. Um, I do remember it was a big thrill to go to the arcades to play Mortal Kombat for the first time, and seeing the character of Raiden was based on uh, one of the three storms that are in Big Trouble in Little China. So that was really, really cool. But it wasn't until I would say probably when I was in my early 20s when someone mentioned to me that Jack Burton is not the main hero of the movie, that in fact it's uh, Wayne Chi who is the main hero of this movie. And that just kind of blew my mind because I was, you know, assumed Jack Burton was a hero. Not a very good hero, but still the hero nevertheless. Um, so with that little nugget planted in my brain, I rewatched it again, and the movie just got that much more funnier. Like, it was a good movie that became a classic movie. Uh, let's dive into this feature just a little bit more. Uh, let's take a small break. I want to play a few ads from some other great podcast shows that you should definitely check out and play a trailer, and then we'll be back, all right? We'll return after these announcements. Was A Quiet Place inspired by signs it comes at night in War for the Planet of the Apes? Was Ready Player One influenced by Avatar, Wreck-It Ralph, and The Last Starfighter? Is the Hurricane Heist more influenced by Sharknado or Geostorm? These are the kinds of questions my guest co-hosts and I discuss on my podcast, Piecing It Together. Every week, we look at a new movie and try to figure out what other movies inspired it, whether it's the story, the character development, tone, or even use of music. Every movie was influenced by something that came before, and we want to figure out what. Check out Piecing It Together on your favorite podcast app or check us out on piecingpod.com. You can also follow us on social media at piecingpod. Piecing It Together is a part of the All Points West Podcast Network. Hey cats, The Vern here. I wanted to just stop for a second here and introduce you to a podcast that I think you should all check out. It's called The Cinemas Podcast, hosted by Mikey Bell. On each episode, Mike and a guest will talk about two features and decide if it's either a cinema must, a movie that everyone should see, a cinema trust, a movie that a certain amount of people should see, or a cinema bust, a movie that no one should actually see. And they've talked about a bunch of great features, Jaws and the Birds, Carrie and Clueless, the first two Ace Ventura features, uh, many other ones, highly recommend them. Uh, you can find them on most other podcast apps, iTunes, uh, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, uh, definitely check them out. Uh, they're on Twitter, just type in at Cinemust Podcast. Really hope you check them out with their folks. Uh, their website is cinemust.com, and I hope you enjoy the show. Tell them that Vern sent you, all right? Appreciate it. Bye. This is Jack Burton in the Pork Chop Express, and I'm talking to whoever's listening out there. It's a pretty amazing planet we live on here. And a man would have to be some kind of fool to think we're all alone in this universe. There's a hidden world called Little China. What's going on here? Is this some kind of magic? 
the darkest magic. It's where big trouble was waiting for Jack Burton. Who? Jack Burton. Me. Jack. Jack. Jack! You make one move. Jack! Somebody, I don't care who, tell me what is going on. My destiny rests in your capable hands. Hey, I'll do my best. It's gonna take Cracker Jack timing, Wang. One, two, three. We may be trapped. Total concentration. You ready, Jack? I was born ready. Jack Burton's coming to rescue your summer. Way to go, Jack. In John Carpenter's Big Trouble in Little China. Hey, what more can a guy ask for? Rated PG-13. Coming soon to a theater near you. Welcome back, everybody. I uh, do want to second those recommendations. Uh, both the Cinemas podcast and Piecing It Together are very well-established shows, and I hope you give them some support. If they want money, ask for money. I, I don't know what they want, but just support them. They're really great people, and I love them dearly. So getting back to Big Trouble in Little China, um, this film was, I believe, written uh, by Gary Goldman and David C. Weinstead. And originally, this film was going to be a Western, uh, but then uh, they uh, brought in uh, screenwriter W.D. Richard, uh, who helped write uh, The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai, to kind of like doctor up the script and change a few things and the film got moved from the west to modern time and uh john carpenter um originally was going to be directing uh, the golden child but he passed on that movie to do this one and i'm kind of grateful that he has uh this movie was not let's put it this way folks um this movie took a while for it to become the cult classic that it was. I mean, this film was a uh, box office failure when it first came out. Uh, I think it had a budget of over uh, $20 million, and it only grossed $11 million worldwide when it first came out to theaters. Uh, mainly because I don't think that the studios knew what they were doing with this movie. I mean, it's kind of complicated when... You're telling people who your main star is. Now, at this moment, uh, when this movie came out, Kurt Russell was not the big star that he is known as now. Uh, I believe at the time, this was uh, their, I want to say their fourth collaboration. Let's go through this. So, John Carpenter and Kurt Russell made the movie Elvis, and then Escape from New York, and then The Thing. So yeah, this has been their fourth collaboration that they've done. Uh, their other movies they've done have been a much more kind of a serious tone to them. I mean, especially The Thing and Escape from New York. Now you got Big Trouble in Little China, which is an all-out kind of like comedy, kind of a spoof. I mean, this movie was kind of doing a spoof on the whole action genre before Last Action Hero came out with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I know that movie is much more of a uh, particular spoof on the genre, 
But this film, the way it kind of like subverts tropes, is actually kind of a brilliant thing. And what I love about this feature is that in the beginning of the movie, um, you have uh, the character of, uh, I would say it's Age Shen, and I'm gonna mess this up right now. Yeah, Age Shen, played by Victor Wan, and he's telling the cops and lawyers um, about Jack Burton and how he is this great hero and everyone should love Jack Burton. But it's so the beginning of the movie, it kind of built up that Jack Burton's gonna be this hero, and then he got this uh, great kind of introductory sequence when Jack Burton is in his truck, the Pork Chop Express, giving a monologue, and the whole movie is kind of seen through his, his eyes. Uh, he is the audience's eyes. I mean, we are seeing everything through Jack Burton. Jack Burton is our audience avatar, okay? And we're watching things happen to Jack, and he's as much confused as we are, alright? But, <laughs> when we do get introduced to Dennis Dunn's character, who plays Wayne Chi, and you see it's that it's his girlfriend that gets kidnapped, things change a little bit. I mean, Jack Burton is still part of the story, but now the main focus is non Jack, I mean, the only thing that Jack loses is his truck, which I admit is a horrible thing. But at the same time, the audience gets more involved with Wayne Chi's story because she gets uh, the character of uh, Mao Yin, played by Susie Pai. She's the one that is in peril, and when we watch a fantasy, fantasy story, we get more and more uh, interested in that type of plot element. So the fact that you have a main central character who is not a main central character at all is very kind of a brilliant thing and it's a very new thing too but how the hell do you market that? I mean if you're selling a movie to like a western audience and your main lead is a, uh, is a uh, Chinese actor or an Asian actor it's really hard to kind of put that on a poster especially in the 80s so, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of audiences were expecting a movie where uh, Jack Burton, you, you know, fights people and, you know, takes out all these missile beings and him being like this American badass. But the way that John Carpenter switches gears and makes um, Wayne Chi the main character that does all the fighting, the badassery in this, really kind of threw people for a loop. And I love that it does that. Um, there are great sequences when um, Jack tries to fire a gun for the first time and someone has to mention to him that the safety's on. I mean, you kind of think a guy who is this all rough and all American badass, he should know exactly how to fire a gun. Or the great sequence at the end when everyone's getting ready to fight and Jack Burton yells and he points his gun in the air, shoots the ceiling to have a piece of, like, brick fall on him to knock him out for practically the whole fight while everyone else does the fighting, I think it's just really, really cool. I also like the fact, too, that every character, almost every character in this movie, introduced themselves by the full name. Uh, when Kim Cattrall uh, comes into, I want to say, it's uh, the restaurant where uh, Wayne Chi's family works, and she goes, don't worry, everybody, it's me, Gracie Law. Uh, yeah, just stuff like that. It's just kind of like bizarre and strange, and that's what I love about this movie. 
Um, now, the special effects in this one were done by Richard Edlin, who has worked on Ghostbusters, and he has stated that this is one of his uh, favorite movies, uh, special effects that he's done. And there's a lot of great little great special effects in this. Um, there are, like, this uh, little miniature ball creature that David Lonepad uses to spy on creatures. There's a lot of great monster work in this feature. I mean, this film has a lot of great practical effects, which I just love 100%. Um, but I think it's mainly the storyline that I dig the most about this feature. A story about a, you know, truck driver who is just, like, all-knowing, he thinks he's seen everything in the world, is this rough and tough guy, the all-American badass, and he's kind of a buffoon. It's definitely a statement about how Americans, you know, see other cultures, and I don't think that the jokes or that humor of this movie um, was noticed by people who watched this the first time. I know it wasn't done by me, but hey, when I first watched this movie, I was a 12-year-old kid, and I didn't really know any better, but I think this is a perfect movie to show people. I know I'm gonna laugh back for this, but this is my favorite uh, John Carpenter, Kurt Russell team-up movie ever. I mean, I love The Thing, I love Escape from New York, but and I even kind of simulate Escape from LA, and I'm really irritated at the fact that they decided to do Escape from LA instead of doing a sequel to Big Trouble in Little China because I think that would have been amazing. I know they came out with a sequel in comic form called Old Man Jack that was also written by Chuck Carpenter. Um, but yeah, that's it right now. I love Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, I would love to discuss the movie in more detail, maybe with a guest later on. But that's gonna wrap up. Kind of this first episode of our Christmas Cult Club we have going on here at Cinema Recall. Um, throughout the month of December, I want to be posting a review uh, about a different cult movie. Sometimes it'll be just me. Sometimes it'll be with a guest. Many times it'll be me reposting episodes of other po- from other podcasts that I was on. Um, but anyways, folks... That's going to wrap up this little episode, and I'm going to leave you right now with the title song from Big Trouble in Little China. Actually, this song was performed by uh, John Carpenter and Tommy Lee Wallace and Nick Castle. So you got uh, Tommy Lee Wallace, who has um, directed, I believe, I think he directed Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. I'm pretty sure he did that. I know he directed the original uh, It miniseries, and then you got uh, Nick Castle, who was the original Shape in Halloween, and director John Carpenter, uh, they had this band called the Coupe de Villes, and they sing the end song, or the main, one of the main songs from Big Trouble in Little China. Um, you can find all of our Cinema Recall episodes uh, through Anchor, uh, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, many more. Find us on social media. We are on Instagram and Facebook. Just type in Cinema Recall Podcast, as well as on Twitter at Cinema underscore Recall. Uh, but anyways, folks, that's it right now. I am the Vern. Signing off, and have a great week, everybody. We better run, run it through the mystic night, run until the day. Goes.
night. 